Hi everyone, I hope you are still safe during this time of quarantine. Today is another episode from the 11 by 11 read aloud series. Today's story was inspired by my love of dinosaurs and of my wish to have a magical pet when I was younger. Please enjoy. Roar, Raptor, Roar. I once had an amazing pet and made a grave mistake with him that I should not have. This is how it happened. One day at preschool, my friends John and Joey and I were playing at recess near the playground. We were pretending to be treasure hunters and were searching for treasure using little shovels to dig in random places. We split up and were digging in different areas. I went a little past the school grounds and realized that I had accidentally went to the forest. And when I looked up and around me, I realized another thing. I was lost. I continued to look for the treasure because what else could I do? I then saw an exit to the playground. Bang, I hit something. Could I actually have found something? I dug more and more and the dirt revealed a stone with weird carvings on it. It showed someone who was capturing dinosaurs in leashes and holding them captive in a prison. I heard a growl and a whimper. I looked beneath me and saw something that looked like a stair. I kept digging and I found out that it was an entire staircase. How did the dirt not cave in on the stairs? I went down and I saw none other than a raptor. Whoa. I thought they were extinct. I realized the carvings must have been put here by the cavemen who were capturing dinosaurs and trapping them in prison. The raptors must have eaten all the other dinosaurs and a few must have survived. As I traveled down the staircase in the stone clearing, I saw a baby raptor whimpering beside its mother who seemed to be dead. I couldn't leave the poor thing there. It would most definitely die as well. I decided to take it in, but it would be hard because raptors have really slow reflexes, especially in their immune system. I snuck him into my bedroom and left him under the bed. I didn't want to reveal his existence because it would spread and create rumors and people would get in trouble. Also, people would do experiments on him. They would take him away and he might suffer. So I fed him and played with him after school every single day. We became the best of friends. Once. He even saved me. When no one was looking, he jumped, dragged me under a bush while I was on my way to school, licked me and gave me my homework, which I had forgotten under my bed the night before. He really understood everything that I needed and really helped me. Once I realized that he was putting on any orange thing that I had, my orange t-shirt, orange karate belt, orange shoes and obviously the orange that I would have for a snack. He probably loved the color orange. I altered my favorite orange t-shirt to fit him so that he could wear it. He wanted to try everything I was eating, so I shared it with him. I shared everything, toys, food, clothes, my routine day, happy moments and sad moments, all of it with him. He always gave me a hug if I had a fight at school to make me feel better. He would jump from the top bookshelf in my lap to show his excitement if I told him something that was good. I finally found a friend who would love me and and who would listen to me. I started to realize that something was wrong with him. I knew because he was really hot. 
He wasn't excited as before and he had rashes all over and when I got near him I could sense some sort of burning sensation. But if I took him to the vet, everyone would know. His life was more important than a secret though, so I had to take him to the vet, who was of course amazed. She told me that I was feeding him the wrong foods and it was the oranges that made him sick. He was allergic. She made him all better and gave him packets of special food that was only healthy for him. Soon the word spread and many people knew. I realized that from the beginning, I should have taken him to the vet and I should have made sure that I was taking care of him properly. I was being greedy by wanting him all to myself, but people were really excited and I was really popular. It wasn't bad at all. He met everyone nicely and he didn't even scare anyone. One day, the township requested for him to do research on extinct dinosaurs. So they came to my house to take him away. I felt so sad and devastated. We were such good friends and I couldn't imagine living without him. Tears poured down my eyes. I can't live without you and they're coming to take you away, I said. We spent our last moments together, talking for hours, remembering all the good times we had. Suddenly, I had an idea. I told him that we could have a protest. I could write an appeal and get it signed by people who believed that he could stay with me. He started licking me and I knew that he agreed and found the idea to be fantastic. I started the protest by riding my bike all around town and putting up the flyer I made in all mailboxes and doors that I could see. Many people sent their best wishes by mail, but I was still nowhere close to winning. I had to get more than 50% of the families that lived in the town's signatures, which was around 500 families. I managed 100 signatures quite easily, but now I had to do something more convincing to get the remaining 400. So I wrote a story about the raptor in me explaining how I found him, how he became my friend, and included a few pictures of our favorite moments. This helped me get 200 more, but I was still short of a big 200 votes. To close this gap, I invited the whole town for a carnival. At this carnival, families got a chance to meet Fred, which is the name that we gave him for the carnival, who amused and entertained the kids with his silly tricks. The families could tell that Fred the Raptor was more of a friend than an enemy and that he would not create any danger. There were still 300 families who did not vote in favor of Fred, but by the end of my carnival, my pledge had 700 votes. I submitted it to the township. Very unwillingly, the township gave in. I received the permit to keep Fred, but with a clause that I would have to help them in their research by providing them the fur that Fred would shed. I also agreed to give them weekly reports of Fred's routine, which involved measuring his food, weight, height, and lots of other things. But it was all worth it. I was too happy to care. Thank you for listening to this short story called Roar Raptor Roar from the book 11 by 11 that I published when I was 11 years old, along with the help of one of my friends named Karan Kuba Apte who did the illustrations. Thank you so much for listening, and see you next time for another episode of Soar. I implore you to soar.